This is Tamara. A girl in the middle, Titus to mentor, encouraging women to love God and to love well in their home and family. I'm so glad that you've joined me back here today. Thanks for being here. I am glad to have you back here with me as we continue 25 days with Mary. Today, day 21, Mother Mary. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in the manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Luke 2, 6 through 7. The months had gone by, some fleeting and others dragging, I can imagine. And now the day has come of all the duties she'd been given so far. Today she was... Mother Mary. I feel as I could just stop right here with this thought. That moment, she held her baby for the first time. Mary was still a virgin. That awe that strikes me when a tiny human is born of any woman, and it strikes me every single time. But for Mary, it had to be so much more. She held the Son of God in her arms the very second she held her firstborn baby. How did this mix of deity and flesh meet her heart? How, I wonder, did this young new mother contain all these things in her heart? So much wonderment in this verse. Dr. Luke. By the Holy Spirit's words, Dr. Luke pens Mary's birth experience. Ready? And she brought forth her firstborn son. Luke 2, 7. All the fascinating details we've read about leading up to this climatic event. And we get those eight words spoken as a true doctor. The baby is here. All's well. Mothering. It's what moms do. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes. Luke 2, 7. When my firstborn son was being born, I'd been in labor for, for quite some time. My mom lived a couple hours away, and we called her, but we told her to wait until the baby was here to come. I don't know why, but I thought I was stronger without her there to support me. And that's a compliment to who she was. Her strength filled the gaps of my weaknesses, and it even made it easier for me to become weak, because... I know, I knew she'd make it all okay. So strange as it may sound, I feared this was not the time for me to transfer my strength to her and become weaker. You can imagine my surprise, though I shouldn't have been surprised, when my husband looked out our big hospital window and said, Honey, I don't know how to tell you this, but your mom is walking across the parking lot, and there's no stopping her now. Mom was there, doing what moms do, taking care of her baby. Mary was alone, her family left behind in Nazareth, just she and Joseph in this cave having a baby, brand new, slippery, squishy, and tender. Mary began doing what moms do, and she was taking care of her baby. Swaddling clothes were strips of cloth wrapped around the baby. 
In the past decade or two especially, the perks of swaddling have been gladly revisited. We even have special swaddling blankets for doing so. But Mary alone ripped cloth and swallowed her baby. No room. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Luke 2, 7. Away in the manger, no room for a crib, the little Lord Jesus laid down his sweetheart. There they were in a cave on the ground, given no place otherwise to bring this baby, the King of Kings, into the world. From what we've learned of Mary, would we rightfully come to the conclusion that she'd look for or expect any sort of pomp and circumstances? or glitz and glamour. Not saying the inns were that, but compared to a place where animals ate, slept, and went potty, you know? Mary lay her newborn baby in an animal's feeding trough. Yet, I think this humble virgin wasn't complaining about her circumstances. And that was a picture of what would be Jesus' life and death. Luke 9:58 Jesus replied Foxes have dens and birds have nests but the son of man has no place to lay his head Silent night One year while teaching VBS the sweet face of a 5-year-old boy looked up at me and asked How could a baby be a king Jesus in the flesh born of a virgin king at his birth we sing this at Christmas time, but I love to sing it year-round because it's worth hearing every day. Silent night, Christ the Savior is born. Silent night, holy night. Son of God, O love's pure light, radiant beams from thy holy face with the dawn of redeeming grace. Jesus, Lord at thy birth. Room at the cross. At his birth, no room. In his life, no room. And at his death, room at the cross. Barclay says, quote, That there was no room in the inn was symbolic of what was to happen to Jesus. The only place where there was room for him was on the cross. End quote. There is still room at the cross for you and me. Come to the cross for redemption of sin. Come to the cross for grace and forgiveness. Come to the cross. There's still room. The old hymn, There's Room at the Cross for You. The cross upon which Jesus died is a shelter in which we can hide, and its grace so free is sufficient for me. And deep is its foundation, as wide as the sea, there's room at the cross for you. There's room at the cross for you. Though millions have come, there's still room for one. Yes, there's room at the cross for you. Though millions have found him a friend and have turned from the sins they have sinned, the Savior still waits to open the gates and welcome a sinner before it's too late. The hand of my Savior is strong and the love of my Savior is long. Through sunshine or rain, through loss, 
or in gain. The blood flows from Calvary to cleanse every stain. There's room at the cross, friends. See you tomorrow. Thanks for being here. God bless you.